what is going on peoples welcome to the third episode of i'm in my 20s and i own a mic this episode we're going to be talking about the awesome growing game of spikeball before we get into that though i would like to encourage and remind everyone to please go into itunes and give this podcast a rating and a review it'll help to show out big time and who knows maybe wind up on the charts one day but back to the topic of discussion for this episode, we are talking Spikeball, and Spikeball is a game you might have not heard of, but you might have seen it being played. It's the game where four people stand around what looks like to be a little trampoline and spike a ball down on it in efforts to have the opposing team not be able to return the aforementioned hit. That trampoline is called the Spikeball Net, and you may have seen Spikeball being played on a lot of beaches, college campuses, and really anywhere that provides recreational space. The CEO of Spikeball, Chris Reuter, first discovered the game in the late 1980s. It hasn't been until recent, however, that the game has actually been taking off. In 2008, he started marketing the product, and ever since then, it has had a lot more followers and a lot more dedicated fans to the sport. It is estimated that there is over 250,000 active Spikeball players in the nation, and currently there is over 1,000 nationally ranked teams. To go into a little bit of detail of how the game is played, the game is a team sport, which consists of two teams of two players. To begin a point, a player throws the ball into the air and hits the ball onto the net. This is the serve. From there, the other two opposing players have three hits between them, or three volleys between them, to hit the ball into the air back onto the net. From there, the team that received that last hit has three hits as well to hit it up in the air and back onto the net. It's really kind of like horizontal volleyball in a way. And the objective is to not have the other team be able to hit the ball back onto the spike ball net. Now what is cool about spike ball is there's really no out of bounds. You have the complete 360 of the round trampoline or the round spike ball net to circle around and get the best vantage point to hit the best angled shot for the other team to not be able to return. Very similar to volleyball, the way a team scores a point is by preventing the other team from returning the ball. Serve is rotated every single point through the four players that are playing, and games are to 21 points. The ball that is used in spike ball is like a squishy softball. This allows the game to get tricky sometimes, and from first-hand experience, I can tell you it questions your hand-eye coordination. Before we get into more content in this episode, if you have not seen Spikeball being played or still don't know what we are talking about, I would recommend going into YouTube and checking out how the game is played, just so you can visualize what we will be discussing. Keep in mind, Spikeball is for all ages and all watts of life. This is a great game for any kind of barbecue setting, any kind of time just on a weekend, and as previously stated, you can really play anywhere that you have the space to do so. To help us understand the more competitive side of Spikeball, I got a hold of some of my best buds in Chico, California, Taylor and Bryce, who I know have been playing Spikeball for quite some time. Currently, they are actually nationally ranked and just got back from the national tournament for Spikeball. This interview is conducted with all three of us simultaneously in three different locations across the United States, so bear with us on this one, but I think it turned out alright. No way we're this live. This is hilarious. Live, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, after an hour and 20 minutes of technical difficulties, I think we now have all three of us in one call to do this Spikeball interview. And I'm just going to let these guys introduce themselves. They're uh, awesome dudes I know back in Chico to start out. Uh, B-Boy, why don't you go for it first? Well, I am Bryce Johnson with Chico Phantom Spikes. My partner's name is... Taylor Johnson with Chico Phantom Spikes. Nice. 
yeah, that was pretty solid, I must say. Bryce, where are you coming from? I'm coming from Roseville, California, but go to school in Chico, California at Chico State University. What are you currently eating for dinner? I am currently eating um, some chicken with macaroni and cheese with a little bit of cat soup on top. <laughs> yeah, pretty solid. It's all about them gains, man. It sounds like it. To the other guy, the other guy that we're talking to, Taylor Johnson, where are you at right now? I'm in San Diego right now, loving the beach, playing some spike ball. And how long have you been playing spike ball for? I've been playing spike ball for four years now. And Bryce, how long have you been playing for? Mm, Three-ish. I don't know. My memory's a little bit messed up after the accident. After the after the cat soup? <laughs> right. The cat soup's throwing me off, man. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump right into it then, guys, because you've both you both played spike ball for quite some time. I see your Instagram pages. I see your Facebook pages. You all go around the world, it seems like, to play spike ball. So run it by me real Wait, quick. Wait, we have an Instagram? Run it by me real quick. <laughs> where do you Where have you been to play these tournaments? All right. I'll start it off. Yeah, um, we went to Seattle earlier on in the year, and then we, well, our first major travel was Nashville last year for Nationals, and then we experienced that and said, hey, we're going to start traveling more now for tournaments, so then we went up to Seattle, and then we went to Chicago, and then we went to Atlanta, um, and then finished the season off at Nationals again, and Taylor will tell you a little bit about that. That was in uh, D.C.? And probably one of our favorite stops, which Bryce did not mention, was uh, Birch Hill, which is in Connecticut, which was a really memorable stop for us. How do you all connect in this spike ball community? So how did, how did you get involved in, like, how do you all maintain connection with one another to do these tournaments? I would say it's a pretty close-knit community. I mean, everybody's just a, a great person. And if we travel 2,000 miles, we know we have a place to stay with somebody. And we stay connected over Facebook or just, you know, texting or whatever it may be just all the social networks so we see um, each other at the bars we facetime each other at the bars it's really a, it's really cute <laughs> so you say nationals how many people are we talking that show up to nationals how many teams are registered 200 plus teams were at nationals this year and i think it was it exceeded last year's so i don't know the exact number but what what do you think is going on with how spike ball is getting promoted right now because a lot of people know the game of spike ball, but they don't know it's called spike ball. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people know that they've seen people playing it where there's the four people around the trampoline spiking the ball down. Like even here at Missouri, we have an intramural spike ball league. And a lot of people don't know what spike ball was until I explained to them. It's that game where, you know, you're in a circle and you spike the ball. I was like, oh yeah, like I've seen people playing that. Do you think spike ball is going to be taking off here in these next couple of years just because it already has that notoriety that people know what it is? Yeah, definitely. And I think they're actually marketing towards the sport being called round net. And then the brand is spike ball. So yeah. And that that I think that's kind of slowly taken off due to, you know, spike ball getting so big before they announced the change of the, you know, this, it's, it's a made up sport, they just made up this sport called round net. So I think that'll slowly take effect and more people will be um, aware of the sport and the, the more it gets onto college campuses the more it's going to spread and the faster it's going to spread because everybody's usually traveling into these campuses and they travel home and take it home so um, I think that'll really help I think that just like people walking by watching other people play like they're already like super curious about it because it just looks really fun and it like it looks like fun to play and like they want to do that I mean like even today playing on San Diego there was like 10 people that walked by and were like hey what's that called 
oh, we've been meaning to buy that game. Like, we've heard of it before. So I think it is taking off a lot. And just playing it, I mean, you're promoting the sport. So it can only go up from there. Cool. And, Bryce, you just talked about is, is the main population here that most people are going to be playing this, you think, on college campuses? I would say I would say it, it's it's a huge following on com- college campuses. I think they're doing college interleague play now, and whether it's organized through the college or if it's just organized through spike ball, um, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's just spreading the word, and people are getting competitive with it. So, I think the majority will be played in that in that age range, and so inevitably it'll be on college campuses. Yeah, spike ball seems like a sport. You know, you can play it just about anywhere. Um, you can play it on like grass you can play it on i guess concrete if you're daring enough but when you guys play it you're diving everywhere to you know grab the ball and whatnot so chito if people don't know chito is in northern california and there's not really too much sandy soft texture around so where do you guys find the time or where do you where do you find the place to play and where do you exactly where do you have the time to do it bryce will let you handle this one (laughs) uh well we got the og training grounds from chico spikes the the number one, well, I guess not anymore number one in the nation as two guys took it over, but they were for five years or whatever it was, number one in the nation. They started it at Chico State, and we took over their training ground, which was the sand volleyball court outside of one of the dorms, single volleyball court with the net still up, so oftentimes we get tangled in that, and uh, there's some there's some pretty serious injuries that come from that court as there's concrete about three inches uh, a few inches from the <laughs> sand yeah one of them is uh knee bola. that's that's where your knee hits the concrete we've all been diagnosed and, with that before <laughs> yeah we've all had that knee bola. and then there's elbola that's pretty serious <laughs> all right so you guys started like you said three and a half four years ago i can't imagine that when you started you were as good as you two are now so would you say or what would you say are some of the the skills you know the the traits that you developed while playing this game, the abilities. Should we do each other, Bryce? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, I'll, I'll do you first. For for starters, uh, when Bryce first started playing, he could not serve as I cannot serve now, which means he couldn't hit the net that good. And uh, he's really developed an arsenal of serves that can confuse even me after I've seen every single one of them a million times. And. Uh, Thanks, buddy. That's just the beginning. Oh, one, one more thing. Um, he's also really good at hitting. And he, I look at defenders trying to defend him, and they are cross-eyed, and they have no idea where the ball is going when he's about to hit the ball. So, Well, that really, that really teased wow, up my compliment for you. My hits. This is great. This is, this is team building. I didn't even <laughs> yeah, think we yeah, this. This is like this Dr. Is... Phil. I'm doing well here. <laughs> Now Bryce say something nice about Taylor. <laughs> okay, let me let me dig down deep here. Well, think really hard. You know, pre-tournaments he just really gets me juiced. That's one compliment. Okay. You know, um, let's see. And up I couldn't for, have all the, the imagination. Right, right. Yeah, let it let it take you anywhere. Um, I would say I couldn't excel in the area of offense if i didn't have a primary setter so i would call him the primary setter of the team my hands are not as soft as his he uses uses extreme moisturizers to get those sets nice it's all about that johnson and johnson company right they got the best baby lotion so when he does land a serve it is fire my hand oftentimes 
hurts after receiving a serve from Tay, so there's a there's a compliment. I was going to say, you want to tell him my accuracy? No, nope, no, nope, we're not mentioning that. This is the area of compliments. <laughs> 23%. On a good day. Here we go. So what would you say to people that have never played spike ball before and are looking to start playing this game? What would you tell them as they're starting to get out there? Because it's kind of frustrating at first. I mean, like when you first get out there, you're like, this should be easier than it actually is. Um, I'll start off. Uh, I would say stick with it. Um, I know the first time I played, I was super frustrated and I was actually playing with somebody who had already played before and I would, I just listened to them a lot, like, you know, move, um, you know, don't hit it as hard as possible. Like your first time serving, just get it on the net. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff really helps really just listening to what other good players have to say. Yeah. Um, I would say I see a lot of beginners doing two hits, meaning like two touches per side. If we're really speaking towards like the details of the game, I would say stick to three hits at the beginning. Your sets will get better. Your hits will be better. Your, um, you know, the, the way, the direction that you hit it will be more efficient. Um, so that's a big area that I see and that separates advanced players from beginners for sure. So three hits per side. Stick to that. You're allowed three, so use them. If we're trying to promote Spiteball right now, what is the where do you find Spiteball? Where can you purchase Spiteball at? And then what kind of marketing do they have out right now? Um, this is all just what I know. I know that they're heavily involved in Amazon and they're in Dick's Sporting Goods, um, along with a lot of, you know, they're getting into a bunch of big retail stores around the country now. Um, so just go to your local Sporting Goods store or go to Amazon Prime and just hit them up there. Yeah, and also uh, download their Spikeball app, and you can actually find out like, like, oh man, can't say it now. I, I bobbled it, dude. Oh no, <laughs> D- delete, <laughs> delete. No way, that's it's staying in there. No, that's perfect. This adds, this adds authenticity. They have they have a lot of free giveaways on that Spikeball app. It's a good way to get involved in the community, yeah. and it's uh they use that to and you can find players nearby and... that will you know that also play spike ball as well oh, no way so you can meet up with them yeah it's like a dating app <laughs> it is it's like spike ball <laughs> tinder spike ball tinder <laughs> right on well if you want to ever get a hold of bryce or taylor they're on my friends in facebook as for now at least no they're my friends in facebook <laughs> <Officially> <laughs> and uh <laughs> you'll see some photos of them playing spike ball yeah keep keep sporting don't get a real job. Just keep playing a fake sport. <laughs> Thank you, gents, for stopping by. And Bryce, enjoy that macaroni. Taylor, get home safe. Thanks, Davis. So once again, people, if you are looking for a new awesome game to go ahead and play with all your friends, Spikeball is absolutely the choice. I have linked the official Spikeball website in the description of this podcast, so you can go ahead and check it out there. Again, as Bryce talked about, Spikeball is available in a lot of different sporting goods stores if you want to go ahead and pick up your own set. As always, friends, if you have any questions, comments, or recommendations for this show, I would absolutely love to hear them. Everybody, enjoy your Thanksgiving dinners, and be on the lookout for next week when we'll hopefully have a new episode out. This is your boy behind the mic, Davis Palyabesti, otherwise known as Deer Face Killer. Good morning, good evening, and good night.